Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Esto Bene is a wonderful film about people. It's the story of Antonio, who has spent his whole life away from Italy, his home country. He crossed paths with Leo, a young Italian artist who was trying to make her way abroad. The old man and the woman's destinies mirror each other. Memories from the past are awoken and end up offering a more peaceful future to both of them. It's a beautiful film, beautiful film to uh, watch because it's beautifully shot, but also these characters are extremely relatable, humanizing, and the conflicts are all too real for anyone who's lived life uh, long enough anyway. Welcome to Film School Radio, Donato Rotuno. Thank you very much for having me. I know that this film, sort of the idea of this film, came from your documentary work. There was a specific documentary about country and relationships and people in it. Most of your career, you have been a producer. This is your third project as the director and producer. Uh, what inspired this particular story? What inspired you to make Io Stomani? Well, actually, my, my, my own life. I, I was born as an Italian in Luxembourg um, um, due to the immigration of my parents from south of Italy in the late uh, beginning of the 60s of uh, last century. So um, the question of where you really belong to or uh, the feeling of living in between doors uh, is something that I, I, I keep in myself for, for, for all my life. So I have the chance to question these, uh, these uh, elements uh, in, in my work as a, as a director. And I did uh, first win in documentary, uh, in a documentary which was called Terra Mia, the first part. And then uh, over 13 years, I, I, I worked on the documentary again, and it ended up to be then Terra Mia, Terra Nostra. Uh, and then from that, which was a very personal story, uh, very much linked to my own questioning. And uh, at a certain point, I decided to take a little bit of distance and, and jump into a script, which uh, I could feed was my own identity, but uh, have the freedom to reinvent uh, characters and, and the storyline. I mentioned to you before we got started, I had an opportunity and was very young to travel around Europe. And one of the things that struck me was, uh, as someone coming from this from California, how distinct each of the countries that I had the opportunity to visit between Spain, France, Italy, Greece, Germany, and the Scandinavian countries, I was struck by the proximity to each other, and yet the very distinctive personalities that each one of these countries has. And you seem to really have locked on to that in this film, that, that idea. Um, is that a fair way to put it? Absolutely, because Luxembourg is a very tiny little country in the center of Europe. Uh, you can cross a border in, in one hour drive. So your fate, I mean, your destiny is decided by where you end up uh, to try to build your life. If you're on one side of the border, then your destiny will be totally different than if you're on the other side. Um, that happens in the movie. You know, three good friends uh, leave because they are hungry, basically, and end up in three different countries, which are one hour drive away, one from each other. And their destiny will change because they end up in that country, not in uh, another one. That's reality of Europe. 
again, it's very different here. I mean, the United States is by the, you can tell by the name, all the, the basically sometimes the only distinguishing characteristics is the color of the the street signs when you cross from one, one state to another. Otherwise, you would have no idea otherwise. And but again, yeah, and and one of the other wonderful things about the drama and the way it plays out is we have young Antonio and older Antonio, and we see the arc of their his life, but in very distinctive ways. And then, as I mentioned, Leo is this woman who is a, a, a DJ, a VJ. She is she, a, an artist hope, trying to express herself, find her place in the world, express herself, and coming out with uh, through a lot of trauma in her life. These are not only these characters wonderful, but the performances by the, the different actors uh, give it real life. Um, tell me a little bit about the development of each of these characters we, we see in the film. Maddie well, and and as well. I forgot, I forgot to mention Maddie as well. Sorry. Yes, absolutely. You're right. I mean, it's first of all, it's characters who have their own um, culture. They 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 bring their own identity together in one and only story. There's a huge mix of languages, of uh, habits, of uh, uh, cultural identity um, that feeds the characters, and at the end. Um, uh, gives them the opportunity to grow because they're confronted to the others. They they have to uh, mirror themselves in the in the difference of the others. And what was very important for me is to make this because fifty percent of the movie happens in the past and fifty percent of the movie happens in the present. What was important for me was this to find a bridge between generations. That's why Antonio, who is at the edge of his life, has the opportunity, the chance to meet this young girl who, who starts dreaming about her life. Uh, and, and this meeting point uh, feeds both of them uh, at a certain point, at a certain moment in their lives. Yeah. And it's an opportune moment. It, it, it is, it's an event that isn't as life-changing as you would assume, it, I mean, as you see over the court, when they meet, how they meet. It isn't anything particularly spectacular in that particular event. But the way that he is able, I think, in some ways, to be able to recognize something in her is what really makes that, distinguishes that. Yeah, I mean, we were playing with mirrors all the time, you know. Yeah. What happens in you happens in me before or will happen in me tomorrow. Um, we all use elements of the others to feed ourselves. And that was uh, the, the central um, chemistry that I wanted to have on the set, Um also, the use of the languages, you know, start start a sentence in one language, end it in, an, in, in, in a different one. Having this feeling to be in between doors in a permanent uh, floating moment was uh, was a key element for the for, for directing the, the actors. And they all played ball. It was very nice, uh, their ac acceptance in this in this uh, rules, if you want, uh, was was very, very interesting to have on the set. So who plays older? Antonio is Renato Carpentieri. And he is, I mean, he's wonderful. His bearing is wonderful. His countenance, his everything about him uh, just exudes kind of a, a peace at peace with himself in some ways. There's other ways he's conflicted about where he is in his life. But he is a wonderful kind of catalyst for that relationship he develops with Leo, the young woman. Um Let's talk about either the performer, uh, Renato, or just how that character plays out. I, while I was writing, I had a couple of actors in my mind without even 
knowing if they would accept um, to, to, to be the protagonists. Uh, Renato was one of them. Renato Carpentieri is an uh, elder um, actor who's, who's been working with the, the biggest uh, uh, directors uh, we know in, in Italy, which is uh, Moretti, uh, D'Amelio, and, and you name them. Uh, he's a wonderful performer in the theater as well. And I met him in, in Napoli, uh, with my script on my, my my arm saying asking him if he would have time to read the script and 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 telling about uh, a couple of sentences about the story he he accepted and finally came back to me saying uh, listen i i i know you have good reasons to make this movie and i will do it for you and and so from that moment on of course you write the character knowing who's going to be the actor who is uh, interpreting it. So, yeah. so that was very helpful. Uh, and I had the same situation with Maddie, uh, with uh, Marie Jung, the, the, the young Luxembourgish actress, who was great. I had her in mind from the beginning and she she accepted, you know, very easily uh, working with me. And so that helps. You adapt the writing to, to the actors. The others uh, had to be found, had to be searched. Um, and luckily enough, I had the chance to to to, to get the clan together, to go to, to bring the family together. Yeah, that yeah, absolutely. That that idea of knowing, yeah, absolutely. Because most scripts are written with an idea of maybe somebody in mind. But when you have that, and and just how much did I mean, did you were there any what you would consider to be significant changes in the characters just based on the the, the performers, or did you feel like they were the right people? From the get-go, mm -hmm. I don't uh, Well, with Maddie, it was she 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 just absorbed the character very easily. She, yeah. um, I had her in mind writing, and and it was her, and so it went on very very quickly. There was a there was a very nice uh, commitment to the character, and yeah. very easy one. Uh, with Renato, it was a little bit different because he was he was offering me more than I could write, and that was great because he was just really offering the the silences, the moments of. Question marks. Yeah. Uh, now you cannot write them down. It's it's very hard. Where I mean, at least I can't. But but if an actor then um, offers you the opportunity to revisit the dialogues uh, the way we did, uh, reading them, talking about life, uh, I I told a lot about my father. Was it? Uh, you know, and so he he reinterpreted Antonio the way I thought uh, he should play it, but he offered. His own little, you know, point of views, and that was that was just uh, a nice moment, a very very human uh, exchange. As I said, that humanity, he just exudes this bearing in the film, and it's just a wonderful, it's a wonderful part of the film. It's a wonderful part of his character, Alicio Rapisi. He's is young Antonio. I really liked him a lot. I had not seen him before. I'd be honest, uh, and I I thought he really. Yeah, he's good looking. He has a lot of seemingly charisma, I would call it, in his personality. Tell me, talk a little bit about his performances. You need you need some luck in life, <laughs> even in our industry. You need <laughs> to be at the right moment, at the right place, uh, in order to have all the stars aligned, you know, and, and 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 walk your path. And that happened with Alessio. I was um, I had the cast in place, and um, the difficulty was to find. Somebody who could interpret uh, Renato Carpentieri's uh, character younger. Yeah. So physically, there must be something that is very close between the two actors, but also in the way of acting and in the way of uh, being the character. So 
I was in Rome at that time. The cast was practically closed. And it was the last day. I had the last shot. And I was still missing that character. And uh, suddenly um, somebody wow. came up with the idea of calling him in the middle of the night. And um, he was in Napoli. I sent him the script. He read it during the night. And the day afterwards, he was in Rome in the office saying, listen, I want to play that role. Uh, so so that was magic. Uh, you need that. And, uh, and I brought them together. I brought him and Renato together. And they are both from Napoli. So <laughs> they have the same accents. They, they, they have the same culture, you know. So that, that one, that's what I call luck, uh, because you can think about it, you know, you can imagine it, but you, you need to be pushed by luck sometimes. Well, uh, there's some phrase, some, some saying uh, that I've heard before. I think it was a baseball thing. Good luck is the residue of hard work. And I, <laughs> there's something to that. But you, I mean, obviously, you put a lot of time and attention into this project. And it paid off. I, yeah, I just thought every the 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 cast, and then we also have Vittorio uh, Nastri and Mazier Ferrosi, who play Giuseppe and Vito, his his friends, his partners. There is the again, as I said, I just love this about the film is that these are real life situations, friendship, betrayal, uh, all kinds of things, and this is really where it plays out in in this. This, these three friends and their extended family and how that impacts everybody's life in this film. Well, the, the first work I did was the three the three young guys was to play to play football with them. I mean, I spent some time going out for dinner, talking, uh, playing soccer, and, um, and and getting them together to know each other. And and actually, they they're still friends in real life today. That was that was the most important thing for me. Uh, the rest is just work, and you know everybody can work. That's not the point. But the, the, to find a good reason to work for is is the most important work for a uh, element for a director. If you can bring the actors to 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 know why they're doing the job, then they will do the job. And uh, yeah, that's what happened. I just want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with Donato Rotuno, and he is the director, writer, as well as producer of this wonderful film, Io Sto Bene, and it means translated into I Am Fine. And I want to make sure, I have this right. This was uh, the submission, Luxembourg submission for Academy Award for consideration for Best International Film in 2022. Do I have that right? For, for uh -huh. the Academy consideration or 21? Uh -huh. Uh, no, it was 22, I think, yeah. Yeah, 22. Well, congratulations on that. And, um, well, the other thing about the film, and I, I think this is something that under is underappreciated, it has it has a look that I, I'm sure you spent a lot of time on because you had the different eras to, to, to in terms of telling the story. And I was just very impressed with this sort of the, I'll call it the production design on this film. I just felt like it, 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 it felt like, it was very a very rich, like a, a money, a lot of money was spent in the production of this film. And I don't know if there was or wasn't, but it had a beautiful look to it. And and I'll also attribute some of that to the cinematographer, Jean Francois Hensgen. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the filmmaking part of this. Um, what was the biggest challenge you faced? Well, Jean-Francois Hensgens, who's the DOP, is a friend of mine. We went to film school together. He uh, he was uh, the, the DOP of my first feature film as well. Uh, we know each other very well, and he's the DOP of uh, Joachim Lafosse, for example. So he does art house movies as well uh, as uh, big American blockbusters. Uh, we know each other. He understood very, very easily the way I wanted to 
to represent the past. I'll give you an example. Uh, we have a lot of old cars, old timers driving by, but I didn't want people to watch the cars. Um, so basically they are there, they are in the air, they are part of the, uh, the, of the history, but they are not the history. And that was the same with the costumes. That was the same with the locations. That was the same with other things. The most important thing was the actors. The rest yeah. Yeah. has to be felt, not seen. And that's that's the approach we had during prep and during the shooting. I think it works very well because um, it is not uh, bling bling. It is not uh, a goldish movie. It is hopefully an honest way of representing a moment of their lives. And um, and uh, yeah. the important thing is the emotions. The film is coming out here in the United States uh, on October 13th, so be looking for this. It is, it's a beautiful film, and it's a beautiful story, and it's well, very well acted. I just thoroughly enjoyed it, so I want to tell everybody I can to, to see the film, and I'm hoping that listening to our conversation will spur them to uh, to go and check out Iosto Bene, the uh, wonderful I Am Fine, and, and uh, beautifully done, Donato. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you yeah. very much. We've been speaking with the writer, director, and producer of Eostobeni, and that and that would be Donato Lutuno. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. 